Welcome, Strikers. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Striker Thoughts. I'm your host, William Sal. And I'm Major Ryan Chapman. We're joined today with Senior Airman Tristan Davis. Hello. Hey, Tristan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, so originally from Phoenix, Arizona, I am actually a mechanic by trade on the B-52. However, uh, I've been selected for this special duty um, with the SDI and Strike Works. So I basically am just learning and, and getting the rundown of how to code in JavaScript and use web development to procure some some ideas for the Air Force. So it's, it's actually an honor to be here, guys, and I appreciate being guests on this podcast, and I guess we'll see how it goes. Cool, cool, awesome. So for those just tuning in, Striker Thoughts is a podcast aimed at sharing innovation ideas, lessons learned, and discussions on the hottest topics within the Global Strike Command. Yeah, today we're here to talk about Striker Airman Coders. So uh, Striker Airman Coders is an effort set up to get Airman and Global Strike Command coding, software developing, developing software. You know, it's kind of this uh, mesh. It's both the airmen who are coming and get three months of coding training, and then they come to Barksdale Air Force Base to do a three-month capstone project. When they're here at Barksdale, though, they got college students uh, from three different universities who are like computer science college students working hand-in-hand. So it's not all on the backs of the airmen to develop the code. Uh, There's also a company, a company called Ruby Shore. They're a software developer company. And, uh, and they're overseeing it all. So they're the, the people we ultimately, we being Global Strike Leadership, hold responsible for getting uh, projects developed, to getting something developed. So it's not on the backs of the airmen who are here to learning in their capacity. Um, you know, but we always hear about uh, what is a program from an officer like me or somebody who thinks things are going a certain way. It's, it's more important to hear about the real talk, you know. So what is Striker Airman Coders to you, Tristan? Well, I got to say it's a fire hose of information. Um, coming from <laughs> coming from a mechanic-based job, I mean, obviously I'm not a computer scientist. Obviously, you know, I have a little bit of knowledge and a bit of a passion for it. But I got to say, going from like Hello World, printing a page on JavaScript to like creating a website and with the whole front and back end within three months is a lot of information. And it uh, it comes fast. It's like... I, I was actually on leave, like actual Air Force leave. So I have no per se bound to doing anything because I'm like legally able to just take my leave. And I was still like, I'm not going to miss any of this class because it's it's almost futile to to even think about like missing a day because you would miss a whole probably three weeks of information if it was an actual like four year course. Right. Just right. because that's how that's how the information is, is thrown at you. Well, so. So what's the what's the best concept that you've learned so far? Um, it's definitely just JavaScript in general. So so the way the way that React works, right? It's kind of a mix between HTML and JavaScript. I'm sure you guys kind of have an idea, but uh, it's it, it's to make web apps like Facebook or or like YouTube, something like that, to where you have more control over what your app does. But definitely using that JavaScript site, because I can just make an HTML web page without knowing any JavaScript, but you lose a lot of that functionality of what you would have if you, if you made an actual web app as opposed to you know, just a website with HTML. But it was definitely just very good knowledge because there's so much you can do with it. It's such a powerful uh, language. Wow, that's awesome. You know, I'm just thinking you're using a whole lot of big words. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. But, and you also started with, you're an aircraft mechanic. Can yeah. you talk about your day-to-day life as a maintainer in Global Strike Command and now your day-to-day life over the last three months in your coding course? Oh, it's so different. I mean, you could see my beard, so <laughs> it's very different. No, so I, I used to, 
get up and, and put my uniform on sometimes at 6 a.m. and sometimes at 11 p.m. It just depends on what shift I'm on because we're 24 hour ops unless, uh, instant, except for weekends. And um, it, it comes from a very different part of your brain, I feel like. Because when, when you do maintenance, it's a whole lot of uh, one, it's a whole lot of task oriented, which obviously coding is as well, but it's just, it's like a different portion of your brain that you would use to solve the problems, that you would use to solve these tasks. A lot of them are, a lot of the maintenance tasks are go out and, you know, throw some parts around and it's very uh, hands-on as well. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a very different um, aspect of thought, 100% for just my day-to-day -day life, which is a, a nice change for sure, but Sometimes I miss it, not gonna lie. But, yeah. You know. I, I'm thinking um, about just the creativity level. When I think about uh, maintainers out there, there's it's so much abiding by the technical order, right? Mm -hmm. Abide by the TO, follow the TO steps. But when you're coding and you're developing an app, right? It's all what's in your mind. Your yes. creative juices are flowing. Can you kind of talk about what your passion is when you're developing software? So one of my passions is, is definitely getting it to work because that's number one, mm -hmm. um, which can sometimes be not so easy, <laughs> but you get the idea. One of my like definite passions is I like to leave little paper trails on, in my code, which a lot of people don't do, but uh, um, it's like a, it's a very, I'd say a very good common practice to, to have like little comments in your code to explain what you're doing here. So that way, if you have a bug and someone else, you know, goes in there and takes a look at it, they can kind of see what you did wrong or what they can change to make it better. So they'll kind of see your thought process. Right, exactly, 100%. And, and, and it almost it almost helps me too to, to like get those thoughts out. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do next. And I write it out and I actually type it with like pseudo code with, you know, two slashes. It, mm -hmm. it still shows up in the code whenever you go and open up another app. Obviously, it still works the same though. So it's, it's definitely my favorite things to do though because sometimes it helps me. I'll like go back and through, you know, 400, 500 lines of code, and I won't even know what I did. So yeah. it's it's one of my favorite things to do for sure. Wow, wow, that's crazy. So, in your opinion, where do you where, what's the future of this of this program? Where, where's it get really gonna go? Oh, this sky's the limit. I just walking into this place and you know pushing a button on my coffee machine. That I don't know. It, it's like the innovation here is definitely. A much higher standard than what I came from in maintenance, 100%. Because, I mean, maintenance guys are still using you know, 1999 programs that were built in DOS for just day-to-day -day maintenance tasks. Like IMDs, not a very updated program, but it works. You know, it's not a, not the most efficient nor the nicest looking, but it works. But here, you can tell that there's a lot of thought that goes into innovation and making things easier on both our airmen and the coders alike. So I feel like just the sky's the limit at this point. So there, I mean, it's however many people that we can get here that are gonna take it as far as it's gonna go. But there's definitely a very good, a very good foundation that we're gonna have here. So I, I like what you said, and I think it makes sense. I'm just thinking about on a large scale. Let's say we train every maintainer out there on how to code. Um, who would be doing the maintenance, you know? So. Obviously, you know, we can't do that. I'm trying to think, how do we bridge the gap of both creating a technical force and then also having people to do necessary work that must get done to do our day-to-day -day flying mission, which is why the Air Force is here. What do you kind of think about that? There definitely could be more of a standard on, I guess, technical, technical understanding of, like, how apps work. Like, not even, not even in the sense of, you know, this code does this or 
you know, this, this set of ideas does this. It's more of like, okay, this is how we would use this app. This is how you connect a router to this computer or something like that. Because definitely, you know, you get some of the old heads around here that don't really necessarily know as much of the computer stuff, which is fine. They didn't grow up with it. But I feel like as like generations move on um, and we get more of the younger blood that's coming into the Air Force um, and, you know, there, there, there's always going to be this, this, this constant, how do I put this, like a, like a constant new cycle of just learning technology. But I think, I think there should be like an emphasis on some of the older guys that are in, um, you know, some of the you know, back in my Air Force type people mm. that, that can, you know, definitely use a little bit of technical understanding of stuff like this. Just because I feel like even if you didn't understand how the app works, um, but you kind of understood, like, a processor does this and it does math in this way, you can kind of get, like, you can kind of fix some of the issues on, you know, my computer doesn't work. I have 600 IT tickets for 600 computers that probably aren't even broken, you know. Right. So I think definitely just as technology um, advances and as, as generations grow up, just being around it, it's going to intrinsically just happen without, you know, automatically. Yeah, I think one of the, you know, to answer your question, Ryan, I think one of the biggest things, uh, biggest force multipliers is to get a, a force of technicians that have the skill set that Tristan's talking about but yet they're also still maintainers, right? Mm -hmm. So that they're still maintainers in their day job, but if they see any issues with the processors, with systems that they're working on, they have that knowledge and expertise to improve upon it and make it better. And that's, that's kind of how we keep growing. And really, that's one of the pillars of SAC. Um, when we're talking about what do the airmen do when they're done with their six-month uh, coding training and capstone project development, the answer isn't cross-train that person to be a comm operator, make them a cyber troop. It's to get them back into their home units so they have those skills in their home units. Now, um, how they're used in their home units is very a very difficult issue to answer. Some commanders and supervisors obviously will embrace airmen like Tristan. Others, you know, have a day-to-day -day mission, and it's not really, you know, their fault necessarily that they're not you know, letting Tristan pursue, or people like Tristan pursue a coding project, it's just an inevitability of needing to meet, uh, you know, the daily flying mission. Right, balancing those priorities. Exactly. So I guess, Tristan, what would you, you know, what would your ideal scenario be, kind of understanding those constraints when you go back to, uh, is it the 2 AMXS? Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. sir. I'm in a 96 AMU. Okay. So that's under Commander Horsefall. Our command right now is, is very... Uh, I want to say lenient, but they're they're super understanding. We have actually a very excellent command right now. We have a we have a great set of, of both enlisted hire and and officers that that definitely care about our airmen like way more than you would think. Mm -hmm. It's incredible, very very excellent amount like excellent people. So that being said, there there needs to be I feel like for for the technician side, if it's going to work, they we'll just have to work together and come up with with a good plan for for time that I'm getting to to work on whatever project that I have, um, you know, in mind for for helping us out in the technological standpoint, um, and and yes, if I if I have a an opportunity to, to take it, then I will do my best to do so. But it's under you know, the discretion of command. Um, for our listeners that have you know kind of heard what what this program is all about, how did they get involved in in SAC? You know, how, is it something they can sign up with or? Um, so there. 
I'm not 100% sure. I'll be real yeah. with you. Um, I, I got an email from my commander because I went out and I fixed, like, uh, I think it was, like, the conference room speakers or something like that. Just to mecca. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, shout out Computer to... Computer guy. Uh, yeah, shout out to, um, to, he's now Chief Gibson, um, helping, you know, yeah. guide me through this program. But um, I actually got an email through, uh, through just personal connection with my commander uh, or our OIC in, in, the, in that sense, but... She uh she sent me an email and she's like, hey, I think you would like this program. And I was like, yeah, I'd right. like too. I don't know, but <laughs> you like hooking shot. up speakers. Exactly. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> love this. It's such a <laughs> such a you know smoking gun, I guess, is my is speakers, but right. <laughs> but yeah. Audio file. Oh um, yeah. I guess I guess it would be like a, uh, one of those email traits that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I can kind of talk on that. You know, at least from the Magicom perspective, um, all taskings or opportunities like this, whether it's something out of my office in the office of the chief scientist or, you know, out of your office, Will, and A4, they all kind of originate from uh, TMT, uh, Task Management Tool, I believe mm-hmm. it stands for. So uh, we created a TMT tasker once we developed SAC and felt like we had a, sol- uh, a plan in place that, to really take care of the airmen. And then broadcasted that out. Now I think that's um, an ideal situation where air, every airman would see that TMT tasker or the email as a result of the TMT tasker. But you know, talking with our just our five airmen we have in SAC right now, some people was like, "Hey, the day before it was due, my boss told me I had to take this test because there was a competency test, which you can touch on, Tristan." Um, so I think it's just you know the realities of. As cool as SAC might sound to some of you out there, you know, it's not everyone's priority, right? Right. So you might not get, you know, a month's notice to go apply for SAC. Um, you might get a day's notice, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, we were able to get some quality airmen like Tristan this time. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the test, Tristan? And uh, Yes, sir. So I know nothing about JavaScript still to this day. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I have the idea to, you know, to make apps and stuff. You're a speaker guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's a very arduous language. There's so much to, to do with it. There's, there's, por- there's parts of the language that are literally just like characters. That, that's like parenthesis, slash, slash, plus, and it, it, it does something to like a string, which is like a set of like, mm-hmm. like words, right? So like this string is... I love America, but it could be I love America backwards because you said like a couple of like characters in between it. For sure. So that like obviously I know nothing about that. That's called regex, which I'm kind of touching on a little bit. But I I was actually a C sharp coder. Um, I did robotics for a little while um, back in high school, and that's where my coding knowledge came from. Um, so there, you definitely have to have a little bit of prior knowledge of coding, not a whole lot, but like in a little past hello world for sure. Um, so there was definitely a lot of stuff that I did not know on that test, but I guess I knew enough to, to be here now. So, you know, there's that, but it definitely, it definitely is not something for someone who, you know, messes around and builds computers every once in a while. It's, you have to have some prior knowledge for sure. And I'd say to get that prior knowledge, uh, you don't have to do it on your own. Uh, one of the things we'll put in the show notes of this episode is the Tron website. And there's actually a well-flushed-out training program for that test to teach Absolutely. you how to do Absolutely. JavaScript. Which, that yeah. helped a lot, too. I, I definitely partook in that. And it's just a matter of will our airmen have time to do that, right, if they're being told to take the test, you know, and nominations are due the next day. So I think through publicizing it on the podcast and the show notes, it empowers the airmen to train in JavaScript, train for the test, you know, ahead of time uh, before that email, that TMT tasker even comes to uh, their inbox. Gotcha. So I think that's pretty much all the time we have for today. Um, Tristan, you got any last parting shots? Um, yeah, actually, I just wanted to mention, 
have you guys heard of the AF Connect app? I, I think so. I've Isn't that the that. like standardized app? And yeah, then each base yeah. has like a footprint in it. Right, right. Yeah. This, this is what it looks like for us. But um, I feel like that could be involved with getting this program out there for sure too. Because there's definitely yeah. a lot of like resources and stuff like that you can get on. But I don't know. That's just a thought. No, that's a good point. Um, we can get with those guys. I don't know who runs that one, but. Yeah, I think each base's uh, public affairs office has some footprint in what goes into the AF Connect gotcha. app. So that's something we can follow up with for sure. Yeah, awesome. All right, so uh, for our listeners out there, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your coworkers, anyone else you think that can benefit from it. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback with any uh, questions, comments, suggestions. You can feel free to email us at info at strikeworks.com with anything that you'd like to hear us talk about in future episodes. Um, As always, thank you for your time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Striker Thoughts. Remember, change or get left behind. Strikers out.